Good morning, gentlemen. Welcome back. Coming to you live from the Severton Community Kailal. Beautiful Erev Shabbos Kodesh. The last Erev Shabbos. Well, no, no, that's not really true. It's the last Erev Shabbos for the last Shabbos of the year. We are, technically speaking, going to have one more Erev Shabbos in the year. That's next week. But the new year begins Friday night next week. Right? Mm-hmm. So you guys hear what's going on here? It's the last Shabbos. Erev Shabbos of the year, but not the last Erev Shabbos of the year. But the year is drawing to a close, so that's a, it's a time of uh, time, time of seriousness, a time of sincerity, and, and a time to um, get ready for the last Shabbos of the year. We've got to do it right. And what better way to go into the last Shabbos of the year than a nice little dose of Maharal over here on the Nesiva Tshuva. We continue over here in Perik Bays of the Nesiva Tshuva. Left-hand column, and we're at the top of the left-hand column, where it begins with me'ata. Now the Ramchal is going to make a summary of what we've seen. We've seen so far three different approaches to tshuva. We've seen tshuva from ava, tshuva from yir, and tshuva from yisur, which means tshuva out of love, tshuva out of awe slash fear of God, and tshuva out of suffering. And they are in descending order, as mentioned in that order. The highest level of tshuva is tshuva out of love. That's when I am the catalyst and I am the the mover and the shaker, I am responsible for the entirety of the tshuva, and the, the healing happens immediately. There's tshuva out of awe or fear, where the catalyst is the gap between myself and God, so Hashem has to be involved in the tshuva. It's still starting with me, but it's starting with my perception of being at a vast distance from Hashem, and Hashem is an authority, and there's tshuva from Yisrael where Hashem has to prompt me. Hashem has to motivate me by, unfortunately, Hashem, sending suffering our way, and that's the worst kind of shuvah. That's the lowest kind of shuvah. That's the one that that, that has the most uh, arduous and requires the, the longest process. Now, my in this summary says like this: Me'ata, based on what we've just seen, Heim Gimel Balei Shuvah. There are three Balei Shuvah, three Balei Shuvah. Okay, where Baruch Hashem, this is a community where we have so many beautiful Balei Shuvah. And here's an insight for the Balei Shuvah: that the three types of Balei Shuvah that the Ramchal is talking about. All Bali Chuv, he's talking about, he doesn't, he's not talking about a BT versus an FFB versus a BLT, right? Whatever Rashi Tevis you want after your name over there, the DDS. No, he's talking about someone who didn't have Aero and what now is doing Chuva from the Aveiro. Rashi Tevis, it's a very okay, complicated world out there, Yesafari. Yeah, life's a complicated place. But anyway, so, uh, you know, um, I tell people sometimes, you know, I know a lot of Bali Chuva, Baruch Hashem. And, Halavai, I'm working on being a Baal Shuvah myself, right? Being, uh, growing up not from does not is not is not a, a requirement in being a Baal Shuvah. What what is it? What, what's the requirement? The only requirement in being a Baal Shuvah is having done Navera at one point in your life, right? You have done a Navera, right? Ramesha, you understand? Ramesha doesn't agree, but the bottom line is. All you have to have on your record is one Aveira one time in your life. Now you can be about Shuva. So in doing Shuva from any Aveira, whether it's a lifetime of Aveiras, a lifestyle of Aveiras, or one time Aveira, there's three ways of doing Shuva. Amadregel Yainabiyaser. What's the highest level of Shuva? Shaheim Shavameava, those are the ones that return out of love. What does it mean to return out of love? It means, as we explained, I see that I am still godly. And I want to be godly, and I can be godly. I just remove all these avers, and I'm a godly person. I can be like this with God. I can be like this with God right now. All these avers in the, in the way, but I, I can right now be like this with God. That's out of love. 
Beneath that are the people that repent and return out of fear slash awe. That's the people who see Hashem as an authority. I'm intimidated, I'm cowed, kind of overwhelmed by Hashem as an authority. I better clean my act up because Hashem demands things of me and Hashem as an authority. There Hashem has to bridge the gap because it, it, shuva that's being done at a distance with a perception of a gap. Third and lowest one is those who do repentance out of suffering. Because life just got so miserable, they are deciding to do tshuva. Like Menashe the king, Menashe the king in the first temple era underwent a lot of suffering and he returned to God. When he was suffering, he returned and repented. Each one of these is uh, is on a different level. Each one of these uh, uh, options in doing tshuva is on a different level. Um, okay. Splitting things into three categories with three different ways of doing tshuva, three different processes, is very straightforward kind of concept. Ki elu We can find parallels to the three levels of tshuva in the following exploration. What exploration? Says the Ram. Says the Maharal. Excuse me. He's going to tell us that the three types of tshuva actually break down and parallel, find their parallel in the three four fathers, Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. Each represents another way of doing tshuva. And that, as the Marals want to do, we've seen them doing this in other places. Maral loves threesomes. And Maral has a consistent approach, Torah, mysticism, Kabbalah, Hashkafa, Musr, where threesomes always have to line up, well, the threesomes have to be consistent, and there's a triumvirate in Yiddishkeit of, of, um, of uh, uh, concepts and notions and directions that show up in so many different places. And if there's a threesome in terms of tshuva, the Ramchal says there's got to be a parallel and a link to, to the three forefathers, the three forefathers. Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, and each of them represents and parallels a different type of tshuva. So let's see. Avram, says the Maharal. Shumidas Ava. Avram is about doing tshuva out of love because Avram's midah was the midah of love. What was Avram's relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu? That was love. Kedichsiv, the Pasuk says, Zera Avram Oyhavi. The Pasuk refers to Avram as the beloved of God. Avram Oyhavi. Avram is the beloved of God. Avram is the one who is midah's midah of chesed, always doing for God, actively out there, involved. That's chesed, that's Avram, that's Avram's midah. So that's Avram's, the, the, the character trait that he brings to Klai Yisrael, that's the character trait that he embody, embodies and exemplifies, and therefore he is the one that that corresponds to this level of tshuva. Hader Hasheni. The second type of tshuva, that was tshuva out of what? Fear slash awe. Whose meat is that? That's Yitzchak. We know that Avram is Ava and Yitzchak is Yiro. Avram is love and Yitzchak is is awe, is having Yiro from Hashem, uh, from from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. That's Din Gvura Yiro. It's all the same Midah. as it's written, 
Yitzchak is quoted when Yaakov has his showdown with love, and he mentions the pachad Yitzchak, the dread, the dread of Yitzchak. Hashem is referring to the, the the awe, the dread, the fearsome one of Yitzchak. That's that's God. God is referred to having relationship with Yitzchak of, of pachad, fear, dread, awe. That's Yitzchak's midah. Now the third midah, this is a little surprising. The third, the third type of truth, which is truth out of suffering, we're going to associate now with that with Yaakov. That's a little surprising. Let's see how the Maral is going to pull that off. Ava being Avram, truth out of love, and the Yira, truth out of fear and awe, being Yitzchak lined up with Yitzchak, that we get. But Yaakov, Yaakov is suffering, truth out of suffering, that's Yaakov, that's the lowest level of truth. Hashem's pushing us to the truth. What does that have to do with Yaakov? Let's see. Yaakov, we see that Yaakov Avinu was the first of the of, of the forefathers that had to deal with 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 um, with threats, with, with with trouble, with times of fear, times of suffering. Yaakov Avinu had to deal with this quite a lot, and Yaakov Avinu um, showed us how a yid deals with threats, times of trouble. Times of suffering, and Yaakov Avinu, when, when trouble and suffering came his way, he was threatened by Esav, threatened by Laban, he had to deal with, with all kinds of tsaris. So we see how he deal with it by making pledges to God. This is in, in the Torah, let's see. Um, he says that he has to now make good on his pledge to Hashem, that Hashem answered him says Yaakov in my time of trouble my, my time of suffering Hashem was there for me he was on the run from his brother Esau that wanted to kill him and on his way out he makes an altar and he makes a pledge of the Hashem if you'll save me I'm, I'm, in, I'm under fire right now uh, I'm on the run from my brother who wants to kill me he makes a whole pledge if you see me to my uncle's house safely and you see me back safely then I will make good on this pledge, I'll bring Karbanis and I'll make this into a Mizveach. So that's what, what does Yaakov do when he is in the crosshairs, when he is, is in a time of trouble, when he's in a time of suffering? He returns to God, he, he makes pledges, he, he does a, a tshuva process. What the Maral says, is saying over here, and seeing, the Maral sees in Yaakov Avinu's conduct, uh, establishing a precedent for Klai Yisrael, that in a time of trouble, in the Eist Sorrow, we do tshuva. Neisara, we make pledges to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. That's tshuva in neisara. Dixiv, it's written. Lokel ha'ayna oisi biyom sara. I'm sorry. Dixiv, and it's written as well. Yancha Hashem biyom sara. Yisagev Hashem aleike Yaakov. Aloi Hashem aleike Avram. Look at this as a pasuk and tell him that we say this every single day in Lamatzeich at the end of davening. It talks about again when a yid finds himself in, in in a state of suffering and he finds himself in a time of trouble. So it says, Hashem will answer you, I'm sorry, Hashem will answer you on your day of trouble, on your day of troubles, your time of suffering. Yancha Hashem I'm sorry, Hashem will answer you. Yisagevcha, Hashem will protect you. Shame, Eloike Yaakov. Who will protect you in your time of trouble, your time of suffering? The God of Yaakov. Eloi Shem, Eloike Avram, doesn't say the name of the God of Abraham, it says Jacob. Because again, why, why is Yaakov mentioned when it comes to Hashem saving us in a time of suffering, times of trouble? Because... Yaakov is the one that establishes this precedence of, of returning to Hashem in a time of trouble. But why do we say in Shmona Yisrael again Abraham? In what? what? Why do we say in Shmona Yisrael again Abraham, not again Yaakov? Mm-hmm. 
Um, that comes from a, a uh, Gemara where Hashem tells Avram, even though all of all the, the, the source material of Kleisos, you, Yitzchok, and Yaakov are going to be mentioned in the first bracha, the Chachaisman, the Gemara says. We had that Gemara in Megillah, right? We had that Gemara in Megillah where Hashem tells Avram that since, that even though we need all three of you together to create Kleisos, but since you're the progenitor, you're the one that, that um, takes the initiative and you do uh, something that no one else is ever going to be able to do. You're the one that does the lech lecha, so you're the one that gets the, the, you get, you get, you get the uh, exclusive uh, credits there at the end of the first bracha. It's something that Avram does that no one else does. But Magen means <coughs> protector. What, what are we protecting Avram from? No, the, I understand that Avram is the protector. Oh, no, the goddess protector of our... Okay. Yeah, um... But wouldn't that be conditional? Our bargaining? Are we allowed to bargain with the It's not bargaining. It's... If you protect me, I will do this. Isn't that conditional? So we had that Gemara Rosh Hashanah, right? We had the Gemara Rosh Hashanah. And, and the Gemara says that the person, such a person is a tzaddik, you're allowed to do that. Not only are you allowed to do it, you're encouraged to do that. Make pledges to Hashem. Hashem, help me out. I'm going to do things for you. No, I understand that. That we learn. But the question is here is that if you save me, I will do this. So if he doesn't save him, then he won't do this. Meaning, if you... Tell Hashem, hey, please help me do this. If, if you're not able to do this, and then you don't do that, wouldn't that be more of an error then? No, it's it's building up a schus. It's 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 a way of expressing uh, why it's in Hashem's best interest, so to speak, to save me. Hashem, look, look what I, all, all that I'm going to do. I'm going to do so much. You know, if you just help me and save me. This is I'm a good investment. That's what you're saying, essentially. I'm a good investment. This is what uh, I'm going to do. If we know better than Hashem. No, no, you're making a pledge to give tzedakah, to do tshuva. Okay. Saying, Hashem, this is why it's kedai for you. I know I've done some bad things, but it's it, it's worthwhile for you to help me out because I'm going to do things that are going to make you happy. So this leads me to my second question. If he doesn't help you out, and you... Okay, um, so again, we see that in, in, in Kapitel Chaf and Tehillim, where we talk about Hashem answering a yid on this day of suffering, when you make pledges, when you do tshuva to Hashem, that's associated with Yaakov, Shem Aleike Yaakov, and not Aleike Avram, because Yaakov is the one that, 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 that establishes this precedent in Klai Yisrael of a, a notion, a concept of doing tshuva out of Yisurin, out of Tzara. You see also that, interestingly here, doing tshuva out of suffering doesn't have to require... Um, you don't have to wait for the suffering to start. Even mm-hmm. if you just see the suffering on the horizon, um, you can use that as an impetus to do tshuva, and that's all because that's what Yaakovinu did. Yaakovinu sees the suffering on the horizon. He's asking Hashem to not let the suffering catch up to him. Uh, that's that's already considered this this idea of doing tshuva out of suffering, and that's what Yaakovinu establishes. And, and, and certainly, if, if a yid doesn't wake up until he's actually suffering, he's really miserable. It's still tshuva out of yisur and out of suffering, um, and and. Uh, that finds its roots and its beginnings with the suffering that Yaakov Yunus sees brewing on the horizon in the form of Esav who wants to kill him and the love one that he's going to have to deal with. Everything that he sees, you know, that, that could potentially be 
disastrous on the horizon. So he's doing tshuva, he's making pledges to be to be spared that, to be safe from that. That's Yaakov, you know, establishing within Kleiso there is such an approach of doing tshuva out of Yisurin, and that tshuva is accepted, and that's suffering that we hope will not come, and suffering that Yiddish is already struggling with. Medrash says, People say on the street, He who saved your father, when your father was suffering, he should save you also. Medrash says that we have to echo what Yaakov said, in the same way people will use that uh, to try to try to elicit more merit from Shemaim, they'll say, "Look, Hashem, I come from a I come from a history, a long line of people that you saved. The same way you saved my father, save me." So Medrash advises us to to invoke the same argument when a yid has from the suffering and say, "Hashem, look, you saved my 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 ancestors from their suffering, save me as well." The Medrash advises us which answers do we invoke? Yaakov Avinu. You say, "Hashem, you saved Yaakov from the potential suffering at the hands of Lavan and Esav, and going down to Egypt." All the potential harm that could have befallen him. Say what well, you saved my my Zayda Yaakov. You saved the Zayda Yaakov. Save. save me as well. But again, you see that Yaakov, the Zayda Yaakov, is associated with tshuva out of suffering. These are the three mahalchem, the three approaches into tshuva, and they line up with the three of us. Yesh lahavin says the Maral understand this well. Sit on this, dwell on this, because he's telling us that that if we can link these up with the others it'll give us it'll give us further depth and richness in understanding of the three approaches of chuva so that is a very nice and amazing insight over here the three approaches of chuva do line themselves up in the others hakadoshim avamitzuk and, and the zaydi yaakov we see that each one established their own precedent in chuva avram is all about love so his chuva is love yitzchuk is all about fear and awe dread that's his chuva yaakov establishes this idea that when i see trouble brewing on the horizon the appropriate response and reaction is to do tshuva, to make pledges, and certainly all the more so if Chazram Ayyid finds himself in the middle of that, he is uh, following suit and, uh, with, the, with the, the, the legacy that Yaakov brought down when his response is instead of becoming embittered, instead of quetching, you know, Chazram Ayyid, none of us should ever know suffering, none of us, no Yidin that we know, no Yidin that we don't know should know suffering, but a Yid who suffers sometimes is tempted to become far bittered, as we say, bitter, sulking, petty, angry, upset, upset at society, upset the world, upset at God. And we can't be judgmental of people that are suffering, because suffering is a difficult place to be. But Yaakovinu establishes a precedent in Klai Yisrael that what's the reaction to suffering is tshuva. Hashem, okay, I get it. I, 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 I get your message. I, I, I see you want something from me. What can I do? How can I improve myself? Where can I fix things up? Where can I better my ways? That's the appropriate reaction. The suffering which none of us should ever know from, but in theory that's the right reaction. That's what Yaakovinu establishes. Yaakovinu, he dealt with tsar after tsar after tsar after tsar. Right? The, 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 yeah, the, the Chazal tells us. Yaakovinu went from suffering to suffering to suffering. Really, right? Went from uh, he had a deal with his brother who wanted to kill him. He had a deal with his uncle who wanted to swindle him. He had a deal with his daughter getting abducted. He had a deal with 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 the, the strife between his his sons. He had a deal with his, his, his son, his beloved son Yosef, was dead for 22 years. He has to go down to Egypt. And the reaction of Yaakov is the Lakel Ha'oizer the Yom Tzarasi, is pledging, his tshuva is returning to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Good, we should have a wonderful Heilige Shabbos Kodesh. 
last Shabbos of the year, Rabbi Yisai, let's, let's, let's do it right. Thank you all for joining us.